suspense, drama, tears, bloodshed, all of this from what we have seen so far in the latest chapter of One Piece. Although I wouldn't say there was a lot of bloodshed, well, there might be some, but a lot has happened in the recent chapter for One Piece that is titled Humurasaki, and this is what we're going to be talking about today. Hello guys, this is Jade from the Nerd Fix, the podcast where we talk about everyone and everything in anime, manga, video games, and everything under the sun. In this cha- episode, we'll be talking about the latest chapter of One Piece titled Humurasaki. So for those of you who have read the chapter early, sit back, relax, and get ready for your fix. And for those of you who have not saw read the chapter, I suggest you wait until it comes out tomorrow on the 28th. And wait until you've caught up to listen to the review of this chapter. But for everyone else, let's get started. So to start off the chapter, we begin with a cover page uh, that is a continuation of Germa 66, Ah, an emotionless exertion, where we show pudding punching Niji and Yonji for bullying Sanji, which I find to be kind of adorable that she still has feelings for Sanji and she's basically taking her, ang- her anger out on both of the brothers of Sanji for bullying him. And with that said, let's get started with the chapter. We start off with Momonosuke telling Yamato that he spoke with Zanesha briefly, learning that the elephant came to a to aid him in the battle, which is something huge. In reaction to it, she's amazed and tells Momonososuke that he must be one who led the world to his dawn, just like Odin had predicted. However, Momo acknowledged that he cannot die in the fight, knowing that the pages that Odin once had 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 been torn out of his journal. Specifically, what he and Roger found on Laptail many years ago. Momonososuke also tells Yamoto that he doesn't consider himself to be like his father in any way, believing that the potential danger of the outside world makes him want to keep Wano's borders shut rather than opening them like he had wanted. Even thinking that to think that he is a coward for thinking so. And it's kind of sad that with someone like Momonososuke, he still has those childlike tendencies, believing that he's not fit to be the rightful one to be the next Shogun for Wano, which I can't sympathize for, but at the same time, uh, Momo, you gotta grow a pair. We then pan onto the third floor of the castle interior, where Fukurokuju has fallen unconscious from the flames. And from there, Raizo has been released from the binding technique declaring his victory. And once he was freed, he starts rolling around in an attempt to put the fire out as Jinbei comes across him. Raizo tells Jinbei of the, that the two of them have to move where preparations are almost complete. In the treasury, we then pan to the treasury room where Orochi, the man we deeply despise in the Wano arc, starts growing impatient with Fukurokuju, with not even Kumurasaki's music being able to calm him down, demanding she takes her mask off so you can see if she's really a ghost or not. However, 
The ceiling crashes down on him, pinning him, making him unable to use his devil fruit. While trapped under the debris, he realizes he's unable to use his devil fruit, as mentioned before, with Fumonosaki revealing that she stuck sea stone, a sea stone nail in him while she was playing. And with that, he's outraged by this action and asked if he if she had ever loved him. But she basically coldly replies that she never bore any type of love for this for Orochi, which was basically an epic burn. And she tells him that the song that is his favorite was Moon Princess, which was actually her father's favorite too. And in this part, we see a memory that was actually something so surprising. And this was actually a memory of Hiori when she was just a young child. And she played the song for her father, Odin, saying that she will continue to practice this song until she perfects it, which reveals that Kumurasaki is actually Hiori and reveals that identity to Orochi and she wore this mask to avoid smiling for him while she played the song. Now we pan to the basement level of the castle. Izao is taken down by one of the CP0 agents named Maha. <laughs> I still can't get over the fact that his name is Maha. It's just so, it kind of makes me think of Courtney from the Amanda show where she goes, but on with the on with the chapter. The CP agent is injured and conscious. A curse is Aesop for taking out one of them like he planned for helping a couple of of upstarts. And gets a call and is told by the orders of the five elders that he has to kill Luffy immediately. However, he reacts in outrage that he would be told to interfere with this fight with Kaido, but the agent on the other end tells him that it's necessary precaution because of the nature of the battle. However, unbeknownst to, unbeknownst to him, X-Drake wo- had finally woken up, tracking him down. Determined not to go, go down empty-handed as he is rushing towards him. So, X-Drake is back in the battle, Let's see, and I'm curious to see how this is going to go down. Elsewhere in the basement, we pan over to Usopp rushing to Kianamon and Hikonojo safely to where Nekonamushi, Wanda, and Karen are heading back inside of the castle. So I'm really glad to see that they're, that they're doing well with everything that's going on. And I'm really happy we get to see different members of the Straw Hats and what, what they're doing with, while everything that is going on right now amidst the battle with Kaido with Luke, Kaido vs. Luffy is going on. Frankie then makes his appearance and is able to catch Zoro before he falls off the island, but he's unaware, but he's unsure if the, if he's unaware if Zoro is alive or not. And with that, we then pan back over to the Beast Pirates area where Nami is hiding with Tama and, and also the animals that she basically basically tamed thanks to her devil fruit, with Marco treating them and her injuries. She also did- 
Nami, and on the other hand, just the shock ways she fell from law, knowing that he, him and Kid had defeated Big Mom. But in a surprising turn of event, we see Zeus crying before Nami, before Nami, reminding him of who begins to cry over Big Mom. How before Nami reminds him of who his new master is. Which I find to be a little bit upsetting for uh, Zeus that he's crying over Big Mom, that he still has a little bit of sympathy for her, but at the same time, I still find it a little bit annoying that he still harbors a love for her in a way that because of the time that she's that he spent with her. But it's like, ugh, it's kind of annoying. Then we pan over to Law and Kid's cruise. They continue to cheer for their captain's victory, however, because of the state that they're in, they're too exhausted to, to assist Luffy with their fight against Kaido, and they decide to leave their fate up to Luffy. We then finally pan up to the roof, where Luffy and Kaido are con- they're still clashing with one another. Kaido is, is basically in a state of shock that Big Mom had been beaten by Kid and Maul. And with that, Luffy is basically praising the two for defeating her. He then gets a flashback moment of when he remembers the day when he first met her on Roxas' crew. It was at the time when Kaido was only 15 years old and he first met Big Mom. And from there, we get to see that nice little moment where she declared that she would be the one who would be the Pirate King. And that was a really nice moment we get to see of a little flashback of Kaido's time when he was younger. Then, at that moment, he goes into Nakajogo mode again, sobbing uncontrollably over the fact that they teamed, they just teamed up to get the One Piece together. But Luffy goes into Gear 4, Snake Man, and uses a new move called Gomu Gomu no Hydra, striking Kaido in multiple places. And from there, Luffy screams a declaration that his dreams starved people in Wano. And with it, all the energy he has left in him, he's going to make sh- he will make sure that he'll never come back to Wano. And that was the end of the chapter. So what did you guys think of the latest chapter of One Piece? Did you like the chapter? Did you not like the chapter? Did you think it was really suspenseful of how it turned out? I honestly think that it was really suspenseful and it really showed a lot of things that I would consider to be a plot twist. But let me guys know what you think of this chapter and what's to come in chapter 1042 which happily there will not be a break coming up so for everybody who stopped by to listen to the episode thank you so much for stopping by and to end the episode whether or not you believe in the term nerd or not keep loving what makes you you and stay awesome thank you so much for listening and i will see you next time for a new episode later